Hi, everyone. Welcome to Pop Culture Period Peace Podcast. I'm Laura. I'm Julie. And we're going to talk about a pop culture period piece. Uh, we are in musical month. Um, yay! Uh, before we get into uh, the meat of our podcast today, um, Julie, do you have any recommendations? Any recs? <gasps> yes. Oh. Yes, I do. Okay. I recommend The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Ooh. Have you heard of this book? No. Okay, so it's by the same author of Daisy Jones and the Six. Have you heard that book? Oh, yeah, I have read that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Taylor Jenkins Reid. Um, I, I don't know what it is about her writing of characters, but I just like, I fucking devour it. Um, mm-hmm. So this is a book that every time I go in the bookstore, we like never have a copy. Not because they don't carry it, because it sells out that fast. Oh, um, very cool. And so I just, I was working the other night and I saw it and I said, you know what? I'm going to get it. Even though I have like 14 books in my TBR right now, I'm going to mm-hmm. get it. Um, so this one is this old Hollywood star, Evelyn Hugo. She's 79 and she's going to give a final interview to this completely unknown journalist. So there's this element of like, why this person? Like, mm-hmm. why this person that she has chosen? Um, but also, like, it's like the story of her seven husbands, and it's just perfect. Like, somebody asked me the other day, they're like, "Oh, is it a romance?" And I said, "No, it's it's like everything. It's like yeah. mystery. It's like life. Um, it's not thriller. It's thrilling. Like, it's just so good." So I got it on Wednesday. I think I have like maybe like two, three chapters left. Mm-hmm. So I I just can't put it down very cool that's my um, recommendation <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna put it in my amazon cart like today i, I lied i'm gonna go to barnes and noble today because i actually have time it's, i'm i am spending the whole day doing errands which sounds very no it's horrible amazing. but like when you have the whole no, day i love it oh i'm gonna go grocery shopping i'm gonna oh. go to target first maybe barnes and noble maybe a marshall's oh my gosh yeah do you this is not we're not sponsored by this but do you have shopkick no what no you i downloaded it for here's the thing julie is that you have a tenacity for saving money (laughs) that i do not have there's very like i had it for about a week and a half when we all lived in princeton together and then i didn't use it oh man i know it's a tenacity yeah i mean i'm i'm like two thousand kicks away from another fifty dollar card i've earned like two hundred dollars in gift cards from shopkick in my time okay we will download it again it's like the starbucks app i also don't have the starbucks app which is the stupidest thing in the world because i drink so much that i would get like free drinks out of the wazoo yeah you'd be like i don't i don't have i don't do starbucks so i don't know what the star situation is but you would have the highest stars for sure yes yes although i've limited myself i've only had like one starbucks drink this week which is oh my gosh i know yeah and it's because I had a 8 a.m. production meeting at a school that I actually had to drive there. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> so um, Meanwhile, every Wednesday, yeah. I, like, I, <laughs> I'm such a, like, save the money person that Mike makes his hot coffee in the morning. And then whatever is left over, I put in a pitcher 
and I have cold coffee. And I'm like, it's like an iced coffee. It's like a cold brew. And he's like, okay. It has sat out all day before you put it in the fridge, but okay. See, tenacity. That's tenacity <laughs> to me. Cause I'm just <laughs> I I do not I do not have that bone in my body. I need it <laughs> for many reasons, but yeah. My recommendation is just as classy as yours. Um, Netflix released a new season of Too Hot to Handle. And season three is the best season that they've ever had. It is heartwarming and lovely. Um, it, have you watched any of the seasons? Laura, I am just learning about the existence of this. So I've, I know. Okay, so too hot to handle, get ready, is about all these like sexed up, really hot individuals who are told that they're going to go and be on a reality show called Pleasure Island. And that it's just going to be all about like sexiness and having sex with each other and alcohol and like all that drama. And then they get there and this little robot named Lana appears. They say she's AI. She is not AI. She's a scripted individual doing a voiceover, which is like, I have thoughts. But they believe she's a robot. Yes. Anyway, uh, you know, and so then uh, Lana, she she tells them that there's a two hundred thousand dollar prize if they have no sexual contact with each other. So no kissing, no hug, no kissing, no heavy petting. And every time someone breaks a rule, they um, lose money out of the pot. And they all get watches where if they actually develop deeper connections with each other, Lana will give them a green light that they can actually do stuff with each other. Season one and season two are just like dirt trash, but like delectable. It's like, it's like the, the pretzel flips of media. Um, where you're like, I know this isn't real chocolate and these pretzels have been here forever, but I'm going to eat it anyway. Um, but season three is actually very heartwarming and good. So that's my recommendation. And am I understanding this? They can't keep it in their pants for $200,000? No, that's the whole thing is like, you have a tenacity for saving money. These people have a tenacity for sexual intercourse that like, I do not understand even in my youth that like, like a kiss is $3,000. And they're like, well, I just really want to show her that I like her. And I was like, you know what? You know how you could show me you like me? Make sure we have that $3,000 when I leave, please. And thank you. Cause that could change a lot. Yeah. Okay. And it gets so bad that they double it. Like Lana's like, I'm doubling the penalty and they still do it. Is it like, I have to call. <laughs> I mean, I'm really, I just, I, okay. I'm, st- I'm just ta- I'm taking this all in. So, yeah. oh, okay. And this is, is it, not my usual recommendation, but our, our mutual well, friend, Sarah told me about it at the beginning of the pandemic she's like laura it is exactly what you need and it was she was correct i mean i'm gonna i'm gonna try but i just like i i and maybe maybe you know <laughs> maybe the reason i can't wrap my head around this is i've never been the hot girl so i'm like oh that's really easy to just like you know yeah also i'm married so like there's that too like but, develop a deeper connection is not like out there i i guess it's like $200,000 is so much money. Yeah. 
Yeah. Wow. And is there like, are they drunk? Like, is it like a, they're like inebriated and then they're like, I'm not making good choices. There is a lot of alcohol flowing. It's like every reality TV show that they're. Yeah. Like none of them are sloppy at any point. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I can like uh, see that where it's like, oh, they've been drinking. And so that's why they're not able to withstate like withhold so that they can make a $200,000. But I was just like, damn. Yeah. It's a lot of money. $3,000 for a kiss. Anyway, that's my recommendation. So Julie, what movie are we talking about today? We are talking about that thing you do. Oh, and since it was your pick, I would love for you to summarize it. I, I would love to summarize it. Thanks to IMDb. Oh, yay. A local Pennsylvania band scores a one-hit wonder in 1964 and rides the star-making machine as long as they can with lots of help from their manager. Okay, this is a terribly underwhelming summary. They, they did that thing you do dirty with this summary. <laughs> I feel like that is a summary. What would you add to it? Well, I mean... And let me look at this. Here's a storyline. Recounts a fable of pop rock band formed a year after the Beatles took America by storm in early 1964. Jazz aficionado Guy Patterson, unhappily toiling in the family appliance store, is recruited into the band The O'Neaters, later renamed The Wonders, after regular drummer Chad breaks his arm. He injects a 4-4 rock beat into the ballad. The song's Ooh, undeniable four, four. pop power flings the wonders into a brief whirlwind of success, telling the tale of many American bands who attempted to grab the brass ring of rock and roll in the wake of the British invasion. I like that. Okay. Was that IMDb just like you had to scroll more? That was like a um, um, storyline from APA. Oh, okay. All right. So Julie, why did you pick this movie? <sighs> I picked this movie because I love this movie and it had been a while since I had seen this movie. And so mm-hmm. like, sometimes when I pick a movie where I'm like, I love this movie, I get nervous. Oh yeah. Oh, and I I'm know. Like, Do I still love this movie? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but I, so this was like, this was a big thing for Tom Hanks. Cause this was mm-hmm. his directorial debut and his writing. writing. Debut. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, spoilers, it's just such a great movie. It's not, it's not a spoiler. That's a review, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> spoilers. Well, like at the end, when yeah. you're like, Julie, by a number of record Oh, scratches. our podcast spoiler, not a movie spoiler. Got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was th- this movie, I guess I, I watched it a, a while ago, but I think I, I had a, I know I watched it. I don't remember watching it. And here's why. I had a boyfriend recommend it. And I am Mm. the queen of if I am home with a significant other watching a movie, I will fall asleep on their lap. Like that is like prime nap time for me. That's why like I watched all of the Harry Potters in 2011, but I actually didn't see any of the Harry Potters until 2014 because we watched them all. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when I was with my ex-husband and like I got 10 minutes in and I fell asleep so I think that was 
what happened with that thing you do because when I watched it this time, first off, a lot of it takes place in Pittsburgh and my area. Like they talk about Youngstown, oh, wow. Steubenville. Um, I had a joke where they're like, we're going to play all the big houses, Steubenville, Youngstown, Pittsburgh. I was like, that's a list of where all my exes are right now. That's fun. <laughs> and, and Orlando, but they didn't get there. Um, and they, yeah, they spent a lot of time in Pittsburgh, but also my dad was a drummer in the sixties for a band that was pretty popular in this area. And so to actually watch it and like, think of that the entire time was very weird and cool to be like, I think this is like, they didn't go to California, but they did travel and tour a lot. And they played like a lot of local gigs. They probably played the restaurant by the airport and um, I know they were on WQED, which is our PBS, which is where Mr. Rogers was on. Uh-huh. Like he, they, they played, um, they were a band called The Young Ones. Uh, my last name is Young, fun fact. Um, and they were pretty popular. So to kind of see, I don't know, just to watch this movie with that perspective of like, this was kind of what my dad lived a little bit was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, every... Every time you like bring up like a oh and here's another random cool thing my dad did like your dad is becoming sort of like like an like a mythic epic person to me uh-huh because it's just like every time you're like oh and my dad blah blah, blah and I'm like wow <laughs> well and it's weird because like this part of his life is kind of mythic and epic to me he never fully explains it it's just one of those things that gets like thrown out in random conversation. Mm-hmm. Like my brother was also a, a professional drummer for a while. So like when my brother was doing that, when when my brother was in his twenties, I was like in my teens. And so when he was doing that, I was, and my dad would just say stuff and that's how I would glean like parts of it. And my nephew got really big into like being a rock star for a little bit and my dad's like oh I could refinish one of my microphones and he had like one of those really skinny skinny Mm. microphones and he refinished it with like all modern um like like he took a yeti microphone and he like gutted it and then but put it in the skinny microphone and did like all this stuff for my nephew and so I want to ask him more about it because I actually don't know that much about his life I just know little bits and pieces about this part Hmm. so yeah he's cool he's a cool guy has his faults but he's cool i love him Uh, Ah. ah feelings um yeah he for listeners who don't know my dad does look and act now like ron swanson from parks and rec so like also think about like this was his Duke Silver era. <laughs> if you think of like the oh Parks and Rec timeline. <laughs> I freaking love that. His Duke Silver era. Duke Silver. Oh, so fun. Um, but the aesthetic of this movie is everything <gasps> I love. And the the main shot of the downtown area, downtown mm-hmm. Erie, was I had to look it up. It was shot in California. For this movie mm. but my downtown that i grew up in is a place called ambridge pennsylvania and it's right outside of pittsburgh and it is it has not changed since 
the 50s and so because of that netflix rents it out all the time they just filmed they filmed mindhunter there they filmed league of their own the netflix series is filmed there american Mm. arrest was filmed there like they film a whole bunch of stuff there because it has that look still and all the all the restaurants haven't been redone they still look like that and so i grew up with that aesthetic and so it's just like this movie is this movie and the movie we're doing next week wink are peak aesthetic for me (laughs) yeah yeah it's interesting because i think when we first met Mm -hmm. um my sort of aesthetic was more like late 40s early 50s i think you and i were in twee like that was our the twee aesthetic i don't even know what that means laura oh my gosh i'll send you so many so twee is like zoe de chanel meets like 40s 50s meets tumblr oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. We so were, that's what it was us yeah so that's what it's called and we were we were in it so but it's interesting because I think that, mm-hmm. though I will say definitely, like, I think that you have had such an influence on me, particularly in relation to, like, home aesthetic. Oh, what? Um, because, like, I I feel like my aesthetic is, like, a combination now of, like, mid-century modern, mm-hmm. but also that, like, 60s, 70s that you love so much. Mm-hmm so i'm just so excited that i influenced you in something because you influenced me in so much what is the what are all these feelings <laughs> this is the feelings episode sorry everybody <laughs> what is happening it's the nostalgia of that thing you do it's probably it probably is damn it tom hanks <laughs> tony and i always joke that like she's my influencer yeah but i think you're my aesthetic influencer I'll take it. It's I have a weird aesthetic. I love like wood panel walls. Ugh. Mwah. Um, like not everywhere, but if you just had like a basement with wood paneling, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. you've made it. <laughs> There's. I mean, yeah. you live in Florida. You don't have basements, but I'd I'd wood, I'd wood panel the shit out of something. Yeah, like if you had a bar area. Hmm. Ugh. Mm. What if you, what if you, your shed, you wood paneled that and then became like your craft shed or your she shed? I mean, yeah, but where do I put all my shit? That's true. You, you get a second <laughs> I shed. I would need to get a shit shed. Yeah, you got a shit shed. Yeah, duh, obviously. <laughs> um. So the aesthetic of that thing you do. Also, mm-hmm. I like, oh, I think... Liv Tyler is radiant. I feel like she has been underplayed Mm -hmm. a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, She is, I don't know if a new season's come out yet, but she has an arc on Harlots. (gasps) What? Oh, oh yeah. What? Yeah. And it's, it's good. And she's so different from what she has played before mm-hmm. that honestly the first few episodes that she was in i was like man that actress is so fam- like the actor is so familiar who is that and then i was like oh, it's Liv tyler mm-hmm. um but her i i love her in this movie yes and the chemistry between her 
her character and Tom Everett Scott character is just like to me when I think about films where there's just like beautiful chemistry between two characters that should obviously be together mm-hmm. I think of this movie and it's so beautifully written that it's that it's simple mm-hmm. I think what I what I love about this movie but what if anyone didn't like this movie I'd be like fair is that it's a simple it is a very simple storyline and Mm -hmm. there's not any like grandiose conflict or you know the stakes aren't actually that high by the time they're two months in you know um and but her monologue when she says like I've wasted thousands of kisses on you yeah it's yeah she's great in this movie Mm mm-hmm um, there's something I was going to say. Well, I want to talk about Colleen Atwood. Yes. Who you does in your notes. Yeah. Yeah. Colleen Atwood did the costuming and I saw her pop up in the credits and I was like, oh yeah, because I have just such an affinity for Colleen Atwood. So Colleen Atwood mm-hmm. has done a bill. She's mainly known for, she does like all of Tim Burton's things. So she does Sweeney Todd, Sleepy uh... Hollow, like but she also, in the year that she did, she also did Little Women, which we covered. Mm-hmm. Um, she just has a really good way of taking vintage style and making it just a little bit more or slightly stylized. She can also make something like very historically accurate, but she can also take it and like ramp it up. She is my, whenever I used to be a costumer, she was my costuming inspiration because she oh. definitely looks at like themes and how to make like different like character groups have different colorization so anyway but it made me chuckle because she did four films in 1996 the year that this came out and while she was doing that thing you do she was also doing mars attacks which is like the complete opposite so that's how talented she is she can like but you can also that she can just take something and make it so stylized, but still very simple. Like Mars Attacks, the costuming in it, it never, it never takes away from anything. It just mm-hmm. always influences the character. I know that I saw Mars Attacks at some point in my life. Mm-hmm. I don't remember anything about it. I mean, obviously the premise is that Mars Attacks. Mars Attacks. But you, know who you, you need to see it with Tony. Tony loves it. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll let her know that we have an assignment. Okay. Um, I can do horror films all day long. Alien <laughs> alien invasion films hit me in such a weird way. So even Mars Attacks, it's like silly and stupid. It just gives me anxiety. <laughs> really? Yes. Oh, that's, I, I don't want to like take away from that or anything. I'm just like, I'm fascinated. Oh, I am too. I don't know what it is. I don't know if like part of me is like, could this actually happen? Cause our <laughs> universe is like huge and you know, um, or I don't like an outside force. Like it's the one thing that if it would happen, I could not control. And I love control like a slasher. I could deal with even poltergeist, like figure so, it out. <laughs> so let me ask you this because yeah. in our, in our newsies episode, mm-hmm. we learned of your, your love for uh, dep- whatever you called him. Dapper Daddy, Big Daddy. 
fancy no daddy fancy daddy i got there big daddy this ain't cat on a hot tin roof get out <laughs> so does that mean you can't watch independence day i cannot i have i've seen it once sure but it's not yeah alien invasion films just like like those are the things that i cannot fall asleep afterwards like they mm-hmm. give me nightmares mm-hmm. hmm isn't that weird? And Mars Attacks is one of them. Like even Signs, like Signs is not the best movie and the CGI is not great. Like um, I think Men in Black is the only one I can because I feel like there's a there's a probable solution. Okay, and okay. The, the aliens are not fully attacking. Some of them just like live here. And then that feels, that feels nicer. <laughs> Some of them just live here. Yeah, just want to be residents, which like I get. Um, anyway, I, that thing you do. <laughs> uh, here's a here's another thing that I feel like we don't see as much that I appreciate, like I, not appreciate, but like I, I like that that spin on it in that thing mm-hmm. you do. Um, I think that for most films that are you know referencing the military during this time period, we you know we get that view of like not wanting to join. Mm -hmm. Um, we get the view of the draft and all of that and so this is a a different perspective where we have this character that's like I'm I'm joining I like I'm going away I'm joining the armed forces Um, so I just I thought that was a little bit different also sweet little bubby Ethan Embry Um, I remember (laughs) this is so dumb everyone can make fun of me it's fine yes Um, I remember like for years after I saw this film I thought that his character's name was like TV player. Like player was his last name and his first name was just TV. And I was like, what's TV? And then one day I was just like, oh my gosh, it's the bass player. (laughs) (laughs) I, this is like a powerhouse of like 90s, 90s um, second characters like all the care, all the other second secondary actors where none of these actors are like leads in a whole bunch of movies, but man, they're secondary characters in like everything. Like even the fan that was, he popped up on my TikTok um, that he was in like six movies in the nineties, including Never Been Kissed. Just saying. Which is a premise that is aged poorly, but <laughs> yes, yeah, yes. This I yeah, we don't need to. Mm-mm. Yeah, we don't need. Mm. <laughs> I also thought the the sound design was interesting because the the foley like doors opening and the radio adjusting and and the music seemed almost always slightly louder than the dialogue Mm. and I don't know if that was the version of it that I saw you know what I mean like a remastered version but it just I felt like it felt like a choice almost like the music is what drove them yeah yeah and that the actual dialogue although it mattered was kind of almost noise in the background more than it was the forefront that's yeah 
or it could have just been I got a janked up version. Who knows? How did you end up watching it? Because you had like a whole, you had like a weird Roku thing. Yeah, I just, um, when I went away for this last week, my my TV was off the whole time. And then so I retried it and I was like, I'll just rent it if I can't get it. And uh-huh. it worked. So, huh? technology. I'll tell you what though, discovering the feature on the Roku where you can look up a movie and it does the work of telling you where it's streaming. That is the best thing I've ever seen. They need to advertise that more. Yeah. Yeah, because once you started doing that, it was like, oh, look at all these movies that we have mm-hmm. that we haven't even thought of because we just haven't seen them, like, pop up on our... Right. And thing. also, like, there's so many, like, random things. Like, Pluto TV is entirely free. I don't yeah. know how that works. Yeah. And if you have a Roku or a Roku TV, that's also free, too. So, I mean, you have to buy that system, but still... Well, Julie, would you like to create a rating system? Oh gosh, the pressure. Okay, okay. Um, I believe in. I want to do a bit about the the um, captain in the shrimp shack, but I feel like that's too deep cut. Um. <laughs> oh, but real quick. This is not uh-huh. me stalling for the rating real that quick. Um, no, <laughs> this was definitely a movie where when I was watching, like, I don't know if this happens to you, you go to Etsy and you're like, oh my gosh, I wonder if there's merch for this on Etsy. Oh, always, always. Yeah. Okay. On, oh, okay. On a scale of one to 10 shades. Ah, ah. ah all right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is good. Good job. <laughs> what do you rate? What do you rate this movie? Um, I rated a solid seven. I think it's heartwarming and nice. It's not necessarily one that I would grab right away all the time. Um, but I could definitely, especially if I was having like a 60s, 70s themed party, which will happen at my house eventually, this would be on like the playlist of movies I'd be playing. So I give it a solid seven. It was fun. Okay. Okay. What do you rate it? I know you're disappointed in my seven. I am. I am. I give it a 10, dude. Mm-hmm. I think I think this is a great movie. I felt so good after I watch it. You know, I love a rewatch factor. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's also a movie where, you know how like sometimes you're like hanging out. I don't know. To, uh, back in the before times. I, this hasn't happened in two and a half years at this point. But you're hanging out and you're like, oh, hey, hey friends, let's just pop on a movie. Yeah. Like, and it will all- be in the background while we chit chat. Yeah, this this feels like a, a pop-on movie. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. Yeah. They also did a That Thing You Do reunion in Erie this summer. And it was expensive, but I know like five people who went. Because Erie is like, like three hours cast? from me. Yeah, the entire cast. Wow. Yeah, not Tom Hanks. I don't think Tom Hanks was there for the rest of the cast. It was the 25th anniversary. What is Tom Everett Scott up to? He's so, I mean, I know what Steve Zahn is up to, but man, yeah. Tom Everett Scott, I love him in this movie. And I honestly couldn't think of another thing he's done. Yeah. I don't know. So oh, Julie. From Massachusetts. Okay. You had your chance. Um, so Julie, uh, what are you looking forward to? Okay. I literally had a thing in my head and I lost it. Um, 
I'm looking forward to, I know what I'm looking forward to. Um, it's, it's chilly by Florida standards. I feel like I have to give that disclaimer because mm-hmm. whenever I say it's cold, you're like, ah, it's snowing here. Um, my pipes froze last night. Keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's chilly by Florida standards and we've got some firewood. So we're going to, we're going to light the firewood in our fire pit tonight. Mm. What are you looking forward to? Um, I'm looking forward to, I mentioned it earlier, my errands day. Oh yeah. I'm so, I'm so excited. I, um, yeah, I just, I'm, known for filling up my schedule a little too much Mm -hmm. and I uh just love when I have a full day to like grab my Starbucks and (laughs) go to Target and go to like the pet supply store and not get everything from Target and really kind of um I have to I have to get I have to brush my dog's teeth my dog had a couple things wrong with him and the vet was like you also need to work on his back molar because his greenies aren't getting there Mm -hmm. so the, those sort of things. So I'm just really, I'm, I'm looking forward to like, cause I think errands, we, we always are like chores and sometimes they really are self-care of like, how can I set myself up for success? And so oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you for listening listeners. Um, buy our merch, um, and go oh, visit. Yes. yes. Mer- we're like on the trident network website and i'm yeah like i'm still over the moon about that i'm going to be excited about that for like a while yeah yeah um <laughs> this is the that thing you do but like podcast wise we're like trident network picked us up and we're so excited um <laughs> and yeah so uh go and also visit their other their other stuff it's really fun um they have a lot of cool like also like youtube videos and stuff like that like really cool stuff happening Mm -hmm. and um rate review subscribe we feel like we've got kind of our system down so tell tell people about us it's the only way we can grow and then tell us what you'd like to hear and thank you so much for listening listeners Bye. bye Pop Culture Period Peace Podcast is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about our videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com.